All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. And here we are in the month of August. No preseason football games, just in case you needed that reminder. But still plenty to talk about with the Buffalo Bills football team. Um, I had an article on Rumblings not too long ago um, saying that I miss preseason football already. And, and I think it's always been one of those conundrums, right? Like, you just want to see football. You look forward to preseason games. You get your fix of Christian Wade and maybe some undrafted free agents that you've had your eye on and you want to see what they can do. Um, but for us, right, it's a time where you just got to be a little bit more patient. And I think for football fans, of course, knowing that there is uh, bigger, more important things out there than NFL football. With that being said, you guys know I try to keep the focus on the on the game and and see what we can do in hopes that there will be a 2020 season uh, for fans across the NFL. Now, this week, you know, really for me, I wanted to talk a little bit about Stefan Diggs because I think it's been an interesting narrative with Diggs since he was traded to the Bills back in March. And I say this because, and, and listen, I'm, I'm certainly not the type, I don't harp on the national media. I don't really worry about the recognition that the Bills get. I don't get too caught up in, in that type of stuff, right? I mean, somebody that maybe spends, you know, a very small percentage of their time focused on the Bills and, you know, they're covering the entire league or they're a national sports talk host. Like, listen, I, I'm not expecting them to know a ton about the Bills, nor nor do I really care. But I was I was interested a bit, right, around a lot of the narrative with Stefan Diggs as soon as he was traded to the Bills, like, up oh, Diggs' fantasy value is going to take a hit. You know, Diggs, it's, uh, if he wasn't happy with Kirk Cousins, what's he going to be with Josh Allen? And, and, and sort of all these pieces that, that sort of played into to that narrative. And I get it, right? Like from, from that standpoint, I, I think there's a, a little bit of a unfair rap on, on Diggs. And he addressed that in his, his press uh, conference that he had last week and, and really kind of taking umbrage to it a bit, which uh, I thought he handled in a really, really professional and, and good way with, with that, very thoughtful and his answers and listening to the the questions that were coming. But with that, I just, I was always so curious, right? Because it was just, does, does this play into the Josh Allen narrative? Does this, you know, the accuracy piece, like where, where is all of this, this piece going, right? Cause you think with it in so many ways and then and you look even a, a little bit further and you'll have guys saying like, well, where's he going to get the targets from in Buffalo? And for me, you know, it, and I'm not one of these guys, I don't get into the analytics, I don't break down every statistic, but I know where to find them and to look at them when you need to make an argument and you see what's what's there. You know, and I think going back to a lot of it, you want to talk about the maybe the frustration that Diggs had in 2019 with the Vikings. You know, I think you can you can look to the to the target share from from that standpoint, right? 149 targets in the 2018 season where he has 102 receptions, where in the 2019 season he drops down to 94 targets for 63 receptions. Now, the interesting thing with it was same number of games, right? 15 games for each, 102 receptions in 2018 for just over 1,000 yards, right? 1,021 yards. In 2019, 63 receptions for 1,130 yards. So a big jump, right, in his average yards per reception, going from 10 to 179 and as you look at things, right, I, I am going to need to spend a little bit of time watching some 
2019 Vikings just to to see what was happening there, right? Just if it was a a change in offense from going more of the the short, quick hits, getting the ball in his hands in space and seeing what he could do versus in 2019, using him obviously as a deeper threat when you're talking about 17.9 yards per reception. So, you know, one, you go through that piece, but you look at it and think to yourself, man, if, if you played in the same number of games, delivered over 100 receptions one year, nine touchdowns, um, again, catch percentage similar in both years, right in the 67 to 68.5 range. You, you look at all these pieces and you would think to yourself like, man, why are they not using this weapon that is at their disposal? And in many ways, right, you can look at it and say, all right, well, head coach Mike Zimmer went from more of a pass-heavy offense in 2018, where they attempted over 600 pass attempts, to 2019, much more conservative, much more run-heavy, and they went to like 440 pass attempts on the season, right? So 160 less pass attempts from one season to the next for the Minnesota Vikings. 10 less targets to uh, to go around to the wide receivers. And just from that standpoint, right, you can you could look at it. 10 less targets per game. And uh, Stephon Diggs, right, kind of a, a, big, a big part of that regression for them going down 55 less targets in 2019 and 2018. So you, you fast forward to the Buffalo Bills here, right? And it's not that the Bills were that much of a, a pass-happy offense themselves. When you look at it, um, certainly more more passes, more pass attempts, about 10% more pass attempts in 2019 for the Bills and the Vikings, right? 485 pass attempts. But as you look at this piece, now, now this is this is me, right? So this is a little bit where the fan comes out, where you look at some of these things. Like, I would not expect Brandon Bean to trade a first round draft pick and more to acquire Stefan Diggs, just to have them be to not use him, right? To not target him. So I think when you talk about that, right, the question does come to the targets. Where do you find the targets? How does that come about to utilize someone like Diggs to the level that you should? And again, going back to the narrative that we talked about before, people say, oh, his fantasy value is going to take a hit. Well, John Brown came to Buffalo as a free agent, you know, at age 29 and had the best year of his career, right? 115 targets, 72 receptions, 1,060 yards receiving and six receiving touchdowns. Um, you look at all of those pieces and I just I, I think to myself, right, like, OK, let's 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 think here for a second, right? I mean, no one is going to mistake John Brown for Stefan Diggs. And that is no disrespect to John Brown. I mean, we're talking about Stefan Diggs as a, a Pro Bowl caliber wide receiver. John Brown, who just put up the best season of his career, again, at age 29. You know, from this standpoint, though, I look at it and think to myself, okay, well, if John Brown can come in and be a top wide receiver for Josh Allen, have a career year. If you want to put your fantasy hat on, right? Uh, hat tip to Josh Norris from Roto World, who would say John Brown was the number 21 ranked wide receiver in points per game during the 2019 season. So, you know, you look at that and and that's where I just don't understand where people would look at things and say, oh, Diggs, Diggs fantasy production is going to take a hit. I mean, he was getting six targets per game in Minnesota and making the most of those six targets per game. Now he comes to a team, at least at minimum, right? 10% more pass attempts than what the Vikings did in 2019. I would like to, 
and I'm tr- going to try not to make assumptions, right? But is the training wheels are coming off Josh Allen more and more to think that that number can go up. I think the Bills certainly, you know, they want to rely on the run. They draft Zach Moss. You further develop Devin Singletary. We all know what Josh Allen can do with his legs. So I'm, I'm not projecting like a huge jump in pass attempts for the Buffalo Bills, but I, I think they can they can do more with him as a passer and depending on what the game script looks like. I mean, there were certainly some games last year where the Bills were just in control. They knew they could run the ball. There was nothing that the Redskins were going to do to catch up with them. There was nothing that the Broncos were going to do to catch up with them, and it could just be handoff, 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 and kind of keep things moving there. Anyway, I digress. So you talk about Stephon Diggs coming to the Bills and and what he can be. And as I look at things, and listen, I realize it's not just it's not just simple math here, right? It's not that just okay, no one else is going to come on the field, but let's look at some of the targets out there for some of the wide receivers that he's clearly superior to. Isaiah McKenzie last year, 39 targets, 27 receptions. Duke Williams, 19 targets, 12 receptions. Robert Foster, oh, this one just is tough to swallow, 18 targets and three receptions. Zay Jones, 18 targets with seven receptions. And let's see, Andre Roberts, seven targets with three receptions for him. You know, my quick math on my scratch pad over here to the side, that's 107 targets between those five guys. And as you look at it right now, you could think, I mean, Andre Roberts is probably the best bet to make the roster um, this season. Who knows what happens with the other guys? And and again, I'm not saying that just uh, the Bills are not going to go with any other wide receivers. Of course, there's other guys that are going to get targets. But if I'm pulling targets away from someone, it is not going to be Stefan Diggs. And again, you do not trade a first-round draft pick to bring someone in and just give him six targets a game. Now, I'm not saying he's going to get 10 targets a game. But if you're looking at things right now and if you say, okay, these 107 targets, if you were just to give all of them to Stefan Diggs, Right. And let's just say he plays 15 games like he did last year. Right. That's seven targets per game. And and let me say this, too. I, I'm not touching any of the running back targets. I'm not touching any of the tight end targets. And I realize we can look at things and say, well, what about Dawson Knox? What about Zach Moss? What about um, Devin Singletary? Right. What are we going to do for these guys? Listen, Dawson Knox can take the 13 targets that Tommy Sweeney had. He can take the 14 targets that Tyler Croft had. That's fine by me. That would get him up around 80 targets on the season. Frank Gore had 16 targets last year. TJ Yeldon had 15. I mean, there there's certainly things that can be done to work the ball around to to these guys. But but where I'm going with this is right, let's say you take these 107 unallocated targets. And you want to give them to Stefan Diggs. Now, I realize that's like a little bit of a stretch here, right? It's not that nobody else is going to get a target. So don't don't yell at your phone, your radio, your computer, wherever you are listening to this. But what I'm saying with it is there are targets to go around. And if that also leads to maybe a regression in targets for John Brown, you know, where he had 115 targets during the you know, during this past season, if he goes from 115 to 105 or 100 with an extra 10 or 15 going to Stefan Diggs. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. I mean, John Brown, as great as he did during the 2019 season, I think we all know, and it was evident during the playoff game against the Houston Texans, you know, he's, he's more of that number two receiver than that number one. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? He won't be drawing the top coverage. He will not be drawing the other team's top cornerback 
that will be going to Stefan Diggs. So, you know, for John Brown, again, assuming that the Bills don't have too much of an increase in what their pass attempts look like, yeah, maybe he goes from 115 targets to 105 to 100. I'm okay with that. Cole Beasley is another guy, right? Cole Beasley is a safe option for the Bills out of the slot. Loved what we saw from him in different situations last year. Right now, you know, 15 games played, 106 targets. That puts him in the neighborhood of seven targets per game, 67 receptions, 778 yards, six touchdowns. Again, I liked what he could do there, but it is a situation if you look at it and say, okay, if Beasley goes from 106 to, you know, to 100 to 95, if you free up another, I don't know, 10 to 12 targets from from him, is that something that could work? In a situation, again, yeah, probably. Like, I'm not expecting a huge drop-off from Cole Beasley. I expect the Bills to be an 11 personnel. I expect him to be that trusty slot receiver and a safety valve for Josh Allen along with Dawson Knox. Like, I I would hope that that would would continue. But again, if I'm prioritizing targets, right, it is Stefan Diggs, number one, and we go space bar, space bar, space bar, space bar, John Brown, number two, space bar, space bar, space bar, and then you probably have Cole Beasley and Dawson Knox locked up together. Any of the parents out there will get that space bar reference. If if you have not, I'm, I apologize for you and to you and all of those pieces. So anyway, as I look at this, I just I keep saying to myself, like maybe people are sleeping on Stefan Diggs a little bit. Yes, there's probably sleeping on him as it relates to fantasy football a bit, which is fine. Right. It's not real life. It's all this. It gives us something to talk about. But. From my perspective, man, I am ready to see what Stefan Diggs can do with the Buffalo Bills this season. I'm excited to see what can happen. I look at it, if they can get him probably in the neighborhood of, let's say, eight targets per game, right? If, if he does play all 16, that gets him somewhere in the neighborhood of, what, 125 to 130 targets per on the season. You know, I think you look at something like that, that puts him in a position, clearly the number one wide out for the Bills, but still leaves plenty to go around for John Brown, Cole Beasley, Dawson Knox, Devin Singletary, and again, kind of then the other supporting players for the Buffalo Bills. So I just thought that was something worth sharing with all of y'all. You know, I look at it, I am incredibly excited what Diggs can bring to the Bills this season. And and like I said, I, I don't play the disrespect card. I don't, you know, really buy into that. I just think if people take a little bit of a closer look here, you look at what John Brown could do with Josh Allen and what Josh Allen was able to do with John Brown, right, for both of them kind of, making that leap themselves. And now you add Stefan Diggs to the mix. Like, I mean, we've got Stefan Diggs replacing Duke Williams. Like, I, and again, I, I love Duke Williams. It's no disrespect to him and what he can do as a player and how he continues to develop. But, you know, this is this is the move, man. Like, you take a look at this. I just feel like people should be a bit more excited about what can happen here. So anyway, I realize I'm gushing. I try not to do it too much, but... Like I said, it's the offseason. There's no preseason games, and I'm just getting ready to see Stefan Diggs lined up for the Buffalo Bills and hopefully torching guys throughout the season. So, hey, do me a favor. If you haven't done so yet, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you get all of the great podcasts we've got here at buffalorumblings.com. If you have not checked out the newest member of the team, Stephen Vega, the Buff Hub podcast, that'll normally come out on Saturdays. I encourage you to do so. A lot of energy. I think you'll like it. But uh, along those same lines, you'll still get Believe, Circling the Wagons, Buffalo Rumblings Q&A, of course, a Bruce exclusive. 
you know, you go through all these things. We're just uh, we're just excited to work with you guys and, and kind of share our thoughts each and every week. So, all right, enough from me. Thanks for tuning in. As always, go Bills.